like customs agents are like i feel like they're trained to register when somebody has like nervous Absolutely. habits right i'm trying to answer questions guys and when i'm really nervous i can't speak like i i can't get the words out that i'm mm-hmm. trying to say so he's going so what'd you do and i'm going sightseeing i went to restaurants he's like what i'm like sightseeing i went to restaurants he's like how much did you spend 200 sorry i'm trembling they're going give me the paper i'm giving him the the covid the covid paper everybody and welcome back to another episode of the chemical x podcast what's up guys we're back i know that you don't know but we've been gone we've been <laughs> gone my name is alessia also known as Aleph fucking deandra oh you're fucking deandra i'm fucking who's deandra <laughs> it's the first time i hear that you're fucking her <laughs> okay oh i've been fucking her <laughs> What's up, guys? I'm Veronica, as you know. And don't forget to like, subscribe, comment down below, yada, yada, yada. You know what I mean. Um, so we've been gone. And like, what's funny is when we like pre-record episodes, like people are like, how are you? Aren't you in LA? Like, how are you posting this? Work smart, not hard. We make... I think we do both. <laughs> yeah, I think we do. I don't um, know how much working smart we do, actually. <laughs> guys, I literally just got off a flight and came straight to Veronica's. And she was a doll. She picked me up at the airport. Um, I feel like best friend duty. If you don't do it, are you really a good friend? I feel like I reserve airport pickup for like, like the outskirt friends. You know what I mean? Like, don't come in. The only reason I went to pick her up is because we had a podcast to shoot. I said, you know what? It's better if I have her in my car. It's better if I drive her straight to the location. After a flight, everything starts going wrong. Yeah, I had no car and, you know, (laughs) everyone else said no. So I'm like, I'm going to ask Veronica because, you know, we have to film at the same time. So it's perfect. And every time you ask somebody to pick you up, I feel like it's always the time, like to judge the amount of time of when to leave is the most chaotic because you can get off the plane and you can be ready to go. Mm-hmm. After one minute, you pass security, everything's Gucci. No line, you're flying through. No line. And then, you know, the one time you're like, yeah, leave now. You always want to tell your friends a little before because you don't want to be that chick waiting. Mm-hmm. We don't care if they're waiting an hour outside. <laughs> I don't want to be waiting princess you know of course of course um so i'm like veronica you can leave now like i think it's gonna be fine mm. whatever at this point i'm gauging off nothing i don't know <laughs> shit um and yeah obviously that's gonna be the time where i get stopped pull to the side open up that luggage and let me tell you you lost your airport pickup privileges real quick waited 30 minutes in that parking lot let me tell you who's not getting a lift next time oh my gosh i feel like it's so stressful because you're like i'm sorry like i promise yeah you, i have no control like, it's also like how do you want me to tell you off when the customs agent is saying you're bringing in drugs i think so i get to the counter and <laughs> so my father is like a huge cigar lover and i think you can't bring more than like 50 cigars so My dad obviously is like, perfect, you're getting on a flight, you're going to take 50 cigars. And I'm like, dad, like, I don't want this under my issue. Like, they're not going to believe me. Like, I don't smoke cigars. Like, what am I doing with this luggage? And I don't need any extra reason to get stopped, you know? I feel like when you travel a lot, Mm -hmm. you're already in the system like... What's this girl up to? What's this girl up to? You get a little more questions asked. What do you do for work? Mm -hmm. Um, Where are you going? Who are you with? Like... Who you with? Like, all the questions are there, okay? And so now, I'm not the best with dealing with security people. Like, I'm just not. And normally, I go with friends, and it, it's, I think it's more believable when you're, like, coming back three people. When you're coming mm. back one, I feel like they ask more questions. Yeah. It's, like, more like... What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you. Um, so I get there and I'm like, you know what? I probably don't even have to say because you're allowed to bring mm-hmm. 50 cigars. But whatever, I'll just say it. So um, I get there and I already knew I was dealing with like a Pascal. Mm-hmm. Like I knew. Mm-hmm. He was like not a good guy. Yeah. So before you get to um, the security, you fill out a couple questions on the computer. Mm-hmm. And they ask you like if you've been gone for less than seven days. Mm-hmm. And I click that button. But I was gone for more than seven days. So I already okay. like... 
here we go. You don't remember, like, why'd you fuck up on that? Like, already it's concerning, you know? Like, I'm just basically asking to be stopped. Like, just stop me. Stop me. Hi, I'm a walking red yeah. flag. <laughs> so I actually left for eight days, and mm -hmm. I had put, like, less than seven. So mm -hmm. now I'm like, I don't want to lie. So I have to go up to the security now before he rails me with questions and be like, by the way, I made a mistake. He literally just totally disregarded what I said. He said, where are you coming from? I'm like, it's not going to go good um florida alone yeah my parents are there he's like do you have anything to declare i'm like no i'm just bringing back 50 cigars for my dad but your dad's you said in florida i'm like yeah i'm bringing 50 cigars back for him but he's in florida i'm like yeah i know the limit is 50 so i'm bringing back 50 for him i couldn't just say i'm bringing back 50 cigars for my dad He's like, not understanding. Anyways, I see him do like... Once you start extra scribbles, you go, never mind. Oh, scribbles. My, It was a period sheet. <laughs> I'm like, I literally don't even pass like the next step. And I already know I'm getting stopped and they're checking my bags. Okay. And I just sent the picture to Veronica. I'll pop it up here. I'm like, Veronica, it's, it's going to be a while. There's no way. You know, you know. I sent you the picture. What did you say? I said a million percent getting stopped. There's no way they are not stopping you. With whatever's written on your paper, I don't know what it means, but I know you're getting stopped. <laughs> Judging by the amount of red markers oh, on your God, paper. There was too many red markers. There was too much. And I saw all the people at the end giving it in right before me. Clean sheets. Clean sheets. When I get to be what, you think I'm just going to walk? And I'm set to the side. I'm like, here we go. Dad, don't ever ask yeah. me to bring cigars. Like, I don't need now the fear of like, Maybe I bought a designer bag in the mm -hmm. U.S. And now you're going to like rail me on that because, dad, you needed your 50 cigars. Yeah. Like, <laughs> now it's like, I don't even have that. Never mind. Throw the cigars out. I don't yeah. care about them. Anyways, so I ended up going with my first, well, second time being checked. But first time it being under the system. I'll mm -hmm. explain that in a second. And I get there and he's just like, so that's it. All you did was get 50 cigars. I left out the dad thing. I'm like, <laughs> let me try a a smarter yeah <laughs> and everything was gucci he didn't even open my bag and i was flirting i did what i did he's you like, gotta have to do what you gotta he do he's a cute security guard and he was like wow okay so you've never got stopped before i'm like no i just turned 26 and like i guess this is the year i'm getting i'm trying anything and he's like have a, I have a podcast day, like, and didn't open my luggage and i'm like okay we're good wow well that wasn't my experience so to be and honest. it wasn't my experience Okay, so this is coming back from Miami, mm -hmm. okay? It was not my experience coming back from Mexico, but you can start with yours. So, guys, I'm... My sister is flagged when it comes to the airport, okay? They stop her all the time. It's under her thing. They always stop her. They make... They search her and everything. But usually when she's traveling with other people, it's, like, safe. You know what I mean? Like, they let her slide because it's, like you said, when you're traveling alone, it's more, like, where are you going? How are you going? Just stuff like that. Just in context, though, your sister's that legally blonde girl yeah. passing through the airport. Like, yeah. I would flag her. She's 100%. She's coming in with the cutest dog that is worth <laughs> more than someone's house. Yeah. Like, she's getting stopped. 100%. So I was already nervous going in because I was like, I don't, I'm, I'm scared. You know what I mean? I'm scared. And she like, obviously there's a limit about how much money you can bring. So like, we kind of like split, like she made sure like, okay, you're not bringing over 10,000. I'm not bringing over 10,000. So we had like a very similar amount of money because she just what told me. So she just told me what to bring. <laughs> she told me what to bring. So we had very similar amounts of money. Okay. But already that's a red flag. Like why you guys have the exact same amount of money. Um, but I'm, I'm nervous. Okay. I'm really bad when it comes to these things. So we're going and I'm stressing the whole time we're going there, but I'm like, I'm so scared because I'm going with her and I, I feel like they're going to stop us. And when they start shooting me questions, I forget what my age is, what my job, yeah. I, I don't know. And that's my problem mm -hmm. is that I'm going to make myself look like a criminal, which I'm not. <laughs> and they're going to arrest me. Yeah. So we get to the, first of all, I already know I'm looking at everybody and I'm like, that guy's a fucking asshole. Mm -hmm. And I know he's a fucking asshole. And who do we get? Obviously that guy. Yeah. So we go up to him. And uh, the first thing he's like, he checks both of our passports and he's like, uh, where are you going? My sister answers a question and he looks at our passports and he goes, you guys are related. How are you guys related? And at the same exact time, we both say sisters. sisters. And then we go. <laughs> and I kid you not, this guy did not blink his eyes. He was staring at us with such a pin 
straight face and i went oh we're in trouble baby oh, yeah. oh we're in trouble two blonde girls trying to get through the Sisters. airport he didn't even peep a smirk i was like just send me home send me give me give me back my passport i'll leave right now <laughs> if you need the money take it obviously. just do what you need to do so then he starts asking us all these extra questions what do you do for work da, da, da. and i'm sweating and i'm not good at these airport and things like sh- honestly you have like six jobs you should be sweating <laughs> exactly but when they start you know, punching these questions out. You don't know what to say. Like, what are you going to be doing with this money you took out? I don't know, shopping? Well, that's the wrong answer. (laughs) Straight to the back. Guys, all you need to know is he closed our passports and I saw him click on the computer, secondary search, and I went, perfect. He said, ladies, just over to the left over there. I went, great. (laughs) So now this is my first time getting searched and I have severe anxiety, as we've spoken about before. So this is not my, this is not where I need to be, Okay. And then I start seeing our luggages coming out and I'm like, no, <laughs> when you start seeing your luggages coming off the plane, that's the, that should get scary. Wow. So it's my two luggages that they bring out first and they're interrogating us like, what do you do for work? Da, da, da. And I'm trying to like, bitch, I have three jobs. But like in those situations, it's like you don't want to always say too much, but then you feel like if you don't say enough, like you're also like... Well, answer the question yeah like, the guy was like to me today why'd you go to florida you know what i answered <laughs> just like that <laughs> oh okay <laughs> are you good <laughs> just like that just like that give me that red marker <laughs> it's 100 percent. and the worst part is when you're in a in, in a situation like that you start thinking okay what's the what's the best answer and that's the problem is you start thinking what's the best answer instead but of just being honest. instead of just being honest and then you start saying shit that's making you look guilty <laughs> makes you look like you're trying to find the best answer yeah. and then they go bring all the bags up actually <laughs> so guys they start ripping us with questions and it's multiple choice here there's multiple ways you can answer these questions and i'm sweating okay and then they start going what's your job and then obviously i say i have three jobs what do you mean i, I can make money what do you think i can afford my trip and there then they start going okay what's the first one and then I'm like, you know, this is when you start bringing out Even the full title on your contract. Say, I have a job. I have three jobs. Well, you they were ready. The they were ready to go. So I said, yeah, I have six jobs actually. I make money, bitch. Um, so then they well, go, okay. Because I'm a girl. It's <laughs> absolutely what they think. Um, so they feminist. they go, what's your first job? And I'm like, there's no way in hell I'm giving my downgraded version of this. I'm giving what's on my contract here. Yeah. I'm giving my official job. So Poor I'm like, editor. Third search. Yeah. <laughs> Born editor, get out of the airport. <laughs> I said, director of video marketing. <laughs> Bitch, don't fuck with me. <laughs> and then they go, okay, what's the next one? I'm like, I didn't know there was going to be a next question. Uh, uh. And then I'm like, well, I actually have six jobs. Which one do I say? Podcast. They're going to go send it to the back. <laughs> All of my jobs really are getting me kicked out of this airport. Hey, Veronica, honestly, that's marketing. Keep doing that. I didn't say podcast. Don't worry, babe. <laughs> This one wasn't on my list. We can use an extra I said graphic designer. We can use an extra view. Don't, don't be shy next time to use podcast. It mm. might get us somewhere. You never know. They say, which one? And then the girl, chemical X? Yeah, never mind. Never heard of it. Never? <laughs> Sounds fake. Chemical what? X? Is that a drug? <laughs> Are you bringing in drugs? <laughs> so anyways, guys. So clearly I didn't answer the right, right way because they started searching my bags. And they didn't search my sisters, though. She was all good. Miss Ma'am, who got me flagged in the first place, she was all good in the back with her dog. Oh, babe, you're getting searched? Oh. I said, I you should be searching me. Your sister's so decked out, and then you go get stopped. Like, what? Yeah, I'm there like, I hope they don't ask me for the bill for my vintage Louis Vuitton I bought on Poshmark. <laughs> got news you for that. sister's 35 fucking Chanel's are all good to go. <laughs> but it's when they start. Could you imagine you got, like, you would have to pay taxes on that one fucking bag you brought before your sister flies away. LA, I would leave with her dog too. I'd take this, my souvenir. I think like since you were going to help your sister in LA, you had no, like she would have to pay that. 100%. So, um, <laughs> so then they start opening my luggages. Now you start stressing though, like what did I throw in here? You know what I mean? Like, did I accidentally just throw a vibrator in here and they're opening up and they're going, well, <laughs> you, you really start rethinking, you know, Absolutely. how you packed everything. And I packed like a mess. Sometimes I'm like, Am I even throwing in, like, clean underwear? Yeah, I'm like, don't look at my underwear. Like, get out of there. Don't touch. Um, and then the best, though, is when you start navigating them. I'm going, yeah, that, that, that luggage is closed. This one has actually has the shoes and the bags and the cosmetics. So if, if you want to see for drugs, it would probably be that one. If you want to just look. He's like, there's no money in here? I'm like, no. He's like, okay. I'm like, wow, what a great search. 
Well, we love a girl who navigates. Navigates. I let them know how it's done, baby. I anyway, feel like that's why you get searched. 100%. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we end up, they let us go. They let us get on our flights. And uh, on the way back, guess what happened, guys? My sister, without a scratch, she walked through me. They started going, where you bring that dog from? Do you have any food in your bag? I got the red marks on my paper, just like her. They said, this bitch, uh-uh. No way, Jose. <laughs> what did you do while you were there? I'm going, sightsee, uh, shop. <laughs> Not the right answer. <laughs> What do you say? Wait, What's the right I answer? Uh, I went to restaurants. I went sightseeing. Guys, what do you say, though? Sightseeing. Sightseeing. Something. And the worst part is, like I said, guys, I I have really bad anxiety. So, and they're like, they know when somebody is nervous. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like customs agents are like, I feel like they're trained to register when somebody has like nervous Absolutely. habits, right? I'm they probably everything they're going nervous nervous ticking off every box did you know when you're passing through security um there's like a bunch of people watching at the top probably yeah no not public it's a no i'm saying like i had no idea oh yeah you're watched everywhere you go by the way i had no idea that there was like people watching to see like if you had like nervous habits Mm -hmm. like if there was anything that was like sketched they're watching the whole airport you are very well watched um anyways so i'm nervous habit 100 already i'm nervous because i feel like i'm gonna get stopped so as soon as i get there they say where'd you go united states they're like where specifically los angeles yeah they're like get in the back bitch anyways i'm trying to answer questions guys and when i'm really nervous i can't speak like i i can't get the words out that i'm trying to say so he's going so what'd you do and i'm going sightseeing i went to restaurants he's like what i'm like Hey, Sam. I went to a restaurant. He's like, <laughs> how much did you spend? Two hundred. Sorry, two hundred. He's going no, 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 guys. I'm, I, I'm trembling. They're going, give me the paper. I'm giving him the, the COVID, the COVID paper. They're going, this whole girl's a mess. The funniest thing ever was when I traveled with Nico once, and he's like, he's like. With the mask and everything, he didn't hear him. So he's like, hi, how are you? He's like, New York. <laughs> Straight to the back. I'm like, oh, you're rushing him? You want to get on your flight? <laughs> he was like, going to say, how are you? New York, wrong answer. Oh, my God. I was, thank God for masks because I was laughing so much. Holy no, no, shit. it wasn't. Hi, where are you, New York? Like, yeah. Up the oh, you good? Well, it's when also when you say I asked him at a point because I didn't, I wasn't ready. I didn't, you know, when you don't know the right answer to a question yet, so you have to say what? But they know what you're doing, baby. You're buying time, and that's what I did. I bought time. I pretended I didn't hear him, and I said what? He said, "How much did you spend?" And I was like, "Okay, I heard it this time. Thank you, <laughs> thank you." <laughs> and then I started saying, "He's like, what did you buy?" I'm like. T-shirts and stuff. No. Well, what's and stuff? <laughs> Just send me back. Open the luggage. I don't care. I don't want. I, I opt out. I opt out. Send me back to LA. You know what kills me though is like when you buy things, you're like, I'm gonna remove all the tickets so they don't know. Like, shut up. And when I was getting checked, I was like, I started a YouTube video. I bought like a bunch of aloe yoga stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do like a haul, mm-hmm. so I need to know what each model is of what I purchased. And I got like maybe twenty things from aloe yoga. Wow, that's a lot. What are you rich? Podcast doesn't pay well. <laughs> and so I'm like, let me keep all the tags, so that when I do my haul, I have the skews. I can't get rid of them. And when I'm getting, you know, pulled over to the side. I'm realizing when they go through my bike, all the tickets are just there. Like, You're like, no, I got those on sale. <laughs> 90% off. So guys, coming back from Mexico, these are like two trips because they happen in the span of like us not filming. Mm-hmm. So you're getting two trips from me, one from Veronica. And I don't know how we didn't get arrested in this time. Clearly it's all Ooh, it sounds we're like. We're back. We're good. We're good. We made it. Coming back from Mexico was like so fucking sketch. So I went there for my birthday and I had my two friends come. Veronica couldn't come or else well, she was in LA or else she would have been there. Yeah. Um, mm. But. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay. Bold assumption to assume I would be there if I wasn't you in know, LA. Like, I would have invited babe. you if you could make it, but you were in LA. <laughs> yeah, babe. So sorry I can't make it. I'm in LA actually. Oh, wish I could be there. So we're going back. And like my friend Midko is one of those people who really like 
he'll show up with a Louis Vuitton duffel bag, you know, like he really says, pull me to the side. 100%. You know, like mm-hmm. when you have that, you're just, your chances of getting stopped are just like. Oh, for sure. As soon as you're wearing anything that's like shows that you have, you know, like a lot of designer stuff and then you don't have the CEO job to back it up, they say, let's go, buddy. Yeah. Open up. So I always hate going through the airport with him because I, I know that my chances, you know, I can dress more like, you know, like I'll wear sweats. I look like a rag. Like I don't even try at the airport. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. The hottest guys are always at the airport and it's always when I look the worst. <laughs> like I just not in a space where I ever want to try when I go to the airport because I just know like your skin and everything just changes in the air. Mm-hmm. And anyway, that's a whole other conversation, but there's always the hottest guys and I always look the worst. So <laughs> guys, if you want to pick up, fucking wear makeup at the airport. Um, and I'll tell you, you'll stand out amongst the rest of us. Oh yeah, and you'll get you'll stand out, and you'll get pulled to the side. But you know what? I realized you got pulled to the side even when you're fucking rotten. <laughs> Might as well put lashes on. Might as well do it in style. Yeah. Um. So I'm coming back from New York, and we're all three Mexico. Now. Oh yeah. Fuck. I'm coming back from Mexico, and we're all three. He puts us on all the same booking. So, mm-hmm. like, we're all going through together. Mm-hmm. And Mikko was the one who was randomly chosen, look at that, to get stopped. But since we're all on the same sheet, mm-hmm. might as well pop on all of our luggage. So that's what I meant before by, like, it was my second time being searched in, like, this month. Yeah. But the first one that it actually went under my record. Like, yeah. The other time it was for Mikko. But since we were there, it was a bonus special. Why? Why not? So I'm, I'm like, here we go. So he opens his luggage, and the first thing that pops up is his Versace rope. Okay? You're going to Mexico for four days. Why are you bringing your Versace rope? Like, that's like saying, check me, and also, like, charge me. Yeah. He opens it. It's the one thing that's, like, folded beautifully up. And he goes, yeah, that was a Christmas gift. <laughs> So the custom agents at the airports, it's really a fake relationship, mm-hmm. okay? Because they're stopping me and my two friends. And it's really like that girl in high school where you're, like, nice to. You don't trust her, but, like, you go to school with her and she's part of the popular kids. And you just have to, like, be nice. And she asks you the gossip and you're just going to tell her, but... You know she's full of shit, mm-hmm. and but she asks in a very like We're nice besties. way, like she's gonna keep your secrets, but yeah. she's not. So that's exactly what happened. She was acting like our best friends to us three. Mm. So how do you girls all know each other? You know, like mm. as she's going through the yeah. like, bitch. I see what you're doing. It's not sliding for me. You okay, guys uh, all went to school together. Oh, okay. What do you guys do for work? <laughs> Like, you just know, like, you hate her. Like, it's a fake relationship, you know? She's acting so chill to Mm -hmm. just get shit out of you. So she opens his uh, luggage, and there's a Versace robe. I'm like, here we fucking go. And then he goes, haha, that was for Christmas. And then he brings protein powder with him in a Ziploc. (laughs) White powder. She went, perfect, Pablo Escobar. And she goes, what is this? I'm literally looking at him like, like. At that point, rain cocaine on it, and you're good. No, no, like straight up. He goes, haha, sorry, that's my protein powder. She's like, oh, okay, you put it in a ziplock. She opens it. She smells it. She goes, raspberry. He goes, rockets. You know, like the rocket, like popsicle. What's it pop? Like rocket popsicle. I'm like, I don't believe this right now. I can't believe that. I can't. Like, I'm surprised she didn't go. Anyway, everything went smoothly, but... Well, he was bringing a bag of cocaine. Everything went smoothly. Are you joking? <laughs> anyway, so it was all a fake relationship. She's smelling the cocaine. She's letting it slide. Like, it was just so weird. <laughs> Puts it in a ziplock. No, Anyways, you have to... No. It was just like... She was like, you know what? We're going to open up all three bags. Yeah, now. now that we saw that... Well, yeah. honestly, I have to say after this trip, like, I have a newfound anxiety when it comes to like crossing not crossing the border but like going through customs because i'm afraid i'm Mm -hmm. the fear that i felt like it took me a whole day to get over like how scared i was 
whoa, what happened to my voice? <laughs> like, it's just, it's, it's fucking scary. It makes you, it's like when a cop pulls you over, like, you know, you didn't do anything illegal, but you're still afraid of going to jail because they're going to put you in jail for whatever it is that you did not do. I think even what's like super stressful is like when you do, for example, like get invited or you're going and see like a guy you're talking mm-hmm. to or whatever, and they decide to like pay your flight. It's like that much more stressful because mm-hmm. like ideally in the system, they see the like, the credit card they see everything yeah like, they just you give your passport you know? yeah and even like in the past when i've like gotten on and they've been like who are you going and see you know mm-hmm. and you literally can't lie oh a guy i'm talking to where'd you meet him roses are red violets are blue we love shaved balls how about you <laughs> <laughs> that's my little poem for today guys um if you don't know which you already should know but you need to get on manscaped as long as you have shaved balls for valentine's day i can guarantee you that only good things are coming your way whether it's you buying it for your man or your man you know buying it for himself so that he's nice and smooth for you on valentine's day or you take his credit card and you say it's from you but it's really from him whatever your situation is the thought that counts the perfect gift for Valentine's Day is a nice pair of shaved balls, okay? And who are you going to do that with? You're going to do that with Manscaped. They are the best in below-the-waist grooming for men. You can get everything from a ball razor, ball toner, ear and nose hair trimmer, even ball deodorant. So if you want to show your love on Valentine's Day, this is the exact gift for you. And we have a discount code for you. So guys, use our discount code CHEMICALX at checkout to receive 20% off anything on manscape so like if you have two boyfriends then just like pop two in the card and then just check out and you're also going to get free shipping so chemical x i check out for 20 percent off and free shipping and if you have a little more of a fashionable boyfriend we got another perfect thing for you and that's izotti and if your man is not fashionable then he can also still use this gift absolutely guys izotti is an italian made bespoke suit brand and they have everything you need if you're looking for a custom tailor-made suit for you so if you want to be looking good and if you want that freshly shaven sack to be hugged just right you need to go check out izotti Guys, we love a man in a suit, and we especially like a man who's not wearing a suit that everyone has, and that's custom, mm-hmm. and that's Italian. I mean, you have two Italian girls here. What do you mm-hmm. think we're going to like? Mm-hmm. Use our discount code CHEMICALX at checkout for another amazing discount, 20% off, and your man is going to be... Dripping. <laughs> <laughs> like, I bought some questions I got. Yeah. Uh, New Year's. Um, is he Canadian or American? I got all those questions. Wow. Is he Canadian or American? American. Where does he live? Yeah. They don't get the fly out life, these customs agents. They don't get it. I'm just like, yo, like, <laughs> I didn't even tell my parents this shit. Like, <laughs> like I don't even know the answer. <laughs> Crazy. That's stressful. It's yeah. something that you don't think about. People think, oh, just get flown out. But then suddenly you're marked as fucking. Yeah. What is she going to do there? It's because you know what the thing is? They ask you a question and then you think you're good by just answering it. But it's always the follow-up question that comes after that you start sweating for real. Like, mm-hmm. what do you do? Yeah, I have a job. Okay, name fucking which city it's in. You're like, oh. like it's the worst. Name five songs of that band. You're like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just like the t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> it's very one of those. Like, I'm scared. I swear. I swear. It's not me. But it's also like, don't you guys have bigger people like to... Yeah, like, like, is this who you're worried about? Like, yeah. me? <laughs> and also, they thought I was, like, smuggling in Milo, I think. I think that's why I got stopped the second time. Because they were like, where did you get this dog? And I was like, oh, like... And then I said, we just brought him. And she's like, oh, you bought him? I was like, brought, brought, brought with an R, R. Brought him oh. from Canada to US. She was like, brought him. Okay. I was like, what are you typing? <laughs> and how much did he cost, roughly? I was like, leave the dog alone. Like... <laughs> Milo I'm so sorry and then I like I hope that you know his cuteness would give me some points here she said can I see the dog I said no problem look at this adorable dog she said perfect you could go I said thank you he's too cute what are you, he's gonna, too, what are you gonna do um, what are you gonna arrest me so how's LA well I'm not famous yet so how really was LA you know what I mean like I'm here was it that great <laughs> the ideal goal would be boom on the street scouted we want you on the next billboard 
Um, I was just worried you wouldn't come back with all the robberies. <laughs> I thought they would just, you know, kidnap you. I I'm mean, happy you're back. Happy to be back. Uh, happy to not get robbed. Uh, really glad that that went smoothly. Um, not what that. Well, actually, my sister humbled to, me wait, hard. My Did sister. You them to well, that's what I'm saying. My sister humbled me hard. Before we were going, we were talking about like you know. She was like, you know, my friend said like, be careful, especially when you're going shopping. Like, don't wear your watch, don't wear your like bag and stuff. I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, I want to bring my like Saint Laurent bag. I'm like, I'm like, should I bring it? She's like, yeah, of course. Then I'm like, okay. And then I was like, well, I just don't want to wear it like when we're going shopping and stuff because she said it's dangerous and like this would be the bag that I would be wearing the most when we're yeah. walking around. She's like, Veronica. Nobody's robbing you for a Saint Laurent bag. <laughs> I was like, bitch, yes the fuck they are. What? She's like, they're not going after that, sweetie. They're going after Rolexes and Chanel's. <laughs> they're going after the goodies and that's what I have. Now I was like low-key, like, I hope somebody does rob me just so she knows it's valuable. <laughs> the fuck you. Yeah. And the bill's even inside. No, you hope that they rob her and you go, well, maybe you should be running yeah. something. <laughs> But let me tell you how fast somebody humbles you and says, don't worry, sweetie. They're not trying to, you're not their target. No. They don't want to rob you. I'm their target. Yeah, and not I'm you. proud of it. Sweetie, you're not getting robbed in those paisan clothes. You're okay. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, they don't want Shein. They're not looking Wait, for Shein. What was that time your sister told you? She like borrowed a bunch of your clothes. <laughs> my sister steady humbles me every day of my life. One time she borrowed clothes from me and I was like, can you please give me my clothes back? But she was like lying and saying she didn't have them. And she said, I don't wear your stupid Fashion Nova clothes anyways. I only wear designer. I was like, cool. Give me my clothes back. By the way, the best part is she had my clothes. That's the best part of that so, story. Veronica, you think I wear cheap clothes? You know she borrowed everything? Yeah. Like, okay, bitch. Gaslight, manipulate, girl boss. Aquarius, baby. We're mm. here for it. Girl bosses. You know what I mean? Um, I'm just, like, not sure what we should talk about. Like, I feel like there's two trips. There's so well, much that has happened. I don't even know where to start. Um, so, L.A. was... I always spoke about how I did not like L.A. And I always had my reasons. Um, but I would say that this time I had a new vision on what L.A. is. And I really liked it. And I hope to go back for, like, a longer period of time. Um... But the things that I don't like about LA, they still stand. But I just found like better things to look upon. You know what I mean? I just found some things to outweigh the cons. But let me tell you, there's LA is. What's that meme that I sent you when you're talking to somebody from LA and they, you say, hey, can we go out for dinner tonight? And they're like, yeah, I mean, I have a meeting with HBO in two weeks. So I'll, I'll see if I can make it tonight, but like should be fine. <laughs> That's LA, guys. Like, like having to let you know for no reason for no reason like you're talking to people and they're like oh yeah that's so cool that you're from montreal the other day i was in paris with kanye west yeah. i'm like okay you're like great like, yeah I cool i actually don't like, care it's so crazy but um i feel like it's the when it's such a like it's such a turn off it, i can't look at a celebrity or anyone the same when they act that mm. way you know, I was literally in Miami. I got a DM from, like, a really, like, cool person. Mm -hmm. And he wrote the most L.A. thing. And I was so turned off. I literally was like, I'm leaving him on scene. Yeah. And Veronica's like, bitch ass, answer him right now. And I'm like, I'm turned off. It's because, you know what it is? There's, there's a lot of reasons why people do that in L.A. Like, well, I have my theories. But first of all, I think that because there's so many people in L.A. that are, like, big... You almost have to prove that you're in the mix. Like you have to prove like I'm also big because that's how it is. It's like everyone's just trying to one up each other and just like trying to be in the limelight. So you almost have to like prove like why you're relevant and why you're not a nobody, which is tacky and it's like ugly to do. But I just think people constantly need to do that. And also another reason is there's so many people that are important when you're in L.A. that. I feel like, and I feel like this, I kind of resonate with this where you're in LA for a reason and it's to make whatever your dream is happen. So, you know, you have to talk about it with everyone because you never know who you're meeting. And I think that's the biggest thing about LA is you don't know who you're talking to. So you kind of want to be like, oh, like I have this or I have that or like I know this person because you just want to try and maybe yeah. you can get something from that person and you don't want to let that moment go and then realize, oh my God, I didn't even realize that I was talking to the brother of fucking 
You know, it's it's hard, which is true. I mean, like, even for us, it's like you never know who you're going to meet. And it's like, what if I'm talking to somebody that can actually help me get connected? So, like, I kind of get it. So, I get that. And I was actually speaking with someone and they were like, okay, but Ale, like, you need to do that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, it's so not in my blood. I can never. And I also feel like you get so much more out of somebody when you actually create, like, a friendship. This way, it doesn't feel like an exchange or, like, you're using someone. Yeah. You know, like, I, I don't feel comfortable like just oh 100 percent and and i'm i totally agree with you on that front i just think la is the type of city but if everyone's doing it then yeah I guess. that's what i'm saying i think la is the type of city where everyone's there for that reason and everyone's gonna like just do what they can and it's just like almost like a normal thing whereas you know if you come and do that here it's weird right so for us to go and see that you're like what the fuck why is everyone acting like that but I think it's just like a pill you got to swallow and be like, okay, I personally, I think if I lived in LA, I probably wouldn't do that just because it's so not my character, but I can like sympathize with like why it happens. Right. But I don't know. It's just, such, I can't explain. It's so like everyone you talk to has to say who they are and how they're connected and like, oh my God, I do this. And you're just like, okay, like I actually don't care. Like yeah. I, I genuinely don't care. But I think it's also about how you perceive yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, I've always felt like I always really believe in myself. So I never yeah. consider myself a nobody. But I did. I was afraid of going because to L.A. a lot of people go there. Yeah. And like, big dreams. L.A. It's going to be all these And there's a lot of big then... people there, too. Like, all the big people are there. Like, mm-hmm. in every single, you know, in, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. entertainment industry, you know? Like, every big person is there. So you think you're going to go there and you're going to be like this measly little schmidt. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think going there, I realized, yeah, there's a lot of big people, but there's also, in a way, it made me feel like I could kind of, I could kind of make it. Like it made me feel like it was, it was in reach, Yeah. which I think is the problem with LA. I think that's how people go downhill is because everything feels in reach. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to some girls and they were speaking a lot about the scene in LA and they were like, yeah, don't get sucked into the scene. And then I was just kind of like listening and trying to like navigate what they were talking about. Um, But basically what everybody was saying is like when you move to LA when you're somebody who's not from LA like there's this really big the same thing yeah you go there with such big dreams and then you end up just becoming a girl who's just like ends up just like in the scene doing drugs well that's the problem is they were like you know when you come to LA you get so sucked sucked into the scene of partying and going out because you always feel like you're gonna become like you're trying to meet people right by partying and going out and you feel like it's so in reach to like meet these people and like they're gonna help me out but in reality like you just get sucked into that scene lifestyle where you become addicted to trying to be at the hot spots trying to be with the hot people Mm -hmm. that you actually become no one and a lot of them were like yeah like you need to be careful and not become too seeny where you're just going out to try and be something but you that's how you end up being nobody like Mm -hmm. if you just focus so much on doing that i was like wow i could kind of see that because even me just going out a couple of times it felt so like you feel really like oh my god who are all these people like it's There's so much opportunity. I, I've never felt a place that felt more relevant, mm-hmm. if that that's the perfect word, is everyone there feels like, who are you? Who am I? Like, everyone's kind of looking at each other, almost like a Black Mirror episode where you're trying to, like, figure out, is this person yeah. somebody? Everyone's trying to figure that out about you. The way everyone looks at you and the way you look at them is like, who are you? It's almost just, like, more, like, transactional. I think. LA is an extremely transactional city, which I think over time I've come to, like, except because it is what it is like everyone there is with a dream and like us we're willing to do anything for our dream like i think we would go there and have that same hungry Mm -hmm. transactional like personality i don't think people are there to make friends i really don't i think people are there to like social climb and become who they want which i can understand but it's really like it's really intense but what i did love about la is just like everything feels so tangible and feels like I just felt like I'm finally in the right place. Mm-hmm. I felt like here, my dreams feel so big and so untouchable. Whereas like being in LA, I'm just like, this is where I need to be. Like yeah. everything makes so much more sense for me. It's like this whole gap that I feel like makes my dreams feel so big. They feel much more achievable sure. while I'm there. And just like to add on that with all of that. And then like adding on like our current situation here in Montreal with like COVID too. Mm-hmm. It makes our dreams feel that much harder. Yeah. And I think Montreal used to be a city where you felt like there was like opportunity. 
but I don't feel like that anymore. I feel like there's no opportunity. I feel like Remember everyone I, I meet. That a couple months ago? Yeah, it just feels yeah. like everyone I meet is the same people all the time, and like yeah. I don't feel like I'm learning anything, and I don't feel like I'm meeting new people because no one's traveling to Montreal. That's a big thing. Like we used to get a lot of business people traveling to Montreal, and now no one's traveling here because there's nothing to do. So it you're just, just seeing this. Stale. Yeah, it feels absolutely stale. There doesn't feel like any opportunity, any growth. So I was just so excited to be in that vibe. And uh, I also was on set when I went. I spoke to you guys about how I was going to be on set and it was the craziest thing that I've ever witnessed. I don't I don't even I don't even it wasn't as awkward as I thought it was going to be watching people have sex. But I, I told you that you would get me into it like really quick right away. Yeah, it was like a like I said, it's like being in a bikini in a mall. You so just... normally for anyone who like doesn't really know, like you edit porn. Mm hmm. Um, and now this time you were going and help out on set because you happened to be in L.A. So mm -hmm. you went to like see what it was like. Yeah, I was pretty much just there to kind of like experience what it was like. And I took some behind the scenes videos and like I met all of like the performers that usually I would be editing them. And I'm like, hi, nice to meet you. I've literally seen what your dick looks like. <laughs> and I know everything about you. So like, nice to meet you for the first time. And then like, I also chose the parts where I thought, you know, yeah. you were coming the best. <laughs> it's just so funny but what i like though is like i've spoken about in the past the company i work for everything is really uncut raw so it's not yeah. it's not fake it's not like scene cut fake cum fake squirt it's like everything is real which i feel like in a sense makes it a little more intimate where you're like kind of like oh my god it's it's the type of thing guys so, i'm like, literally are you asking me to get in there too like, like i'm sitting on the couch and it's very like okay if i look is it weird if i look away is it insulting if i you never you don't know like if what i look away am i useless on sex yeah i'm like what am i what do i need to if be I doing look, here am i getting horny <laughs> well it's just like if i'm staring i don't want to throw them off because i'm like this watching them have sex and then what if i make eye contact what if i fuck up the whole so scene I have a question because, you know, when you're on set and you're doing porn, I feel like as a girl, you can be like, I'm wet, like, I came, everything's good. Mm -hmm. But as a guy, like, they really need to, they need to come. Yeah. So, like, if you're nervous on set and that, like, blocks you from coming, that's, like, stressful yeah. as, as a guy. Yeah, for sure. You have to really be, like... I mean, all of the guys that I watched were super experienced and, like... Yeah, they knew how to come on They knew on how set. to come on the spot. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, but, but I have to say, you sent me videos of like them fucking, and it. I have to say, like it definitely looked like a like very classy and well done. Oh yeah, it's like very... it was like like I don't know how to explain it. It, it wasn't but... what you would expect it to be, just because of the company that I work for. It's very real. Like it's just watching two people have sex. Yeah. Um. So that was really cool, but also made it a little more like awkward. But it wasn't. I, I wouldn't say it was actually awkward at all. Um, but I do know, like, in some instances, like, um, they'll, like, make fake cum. If, like, the guy can't come, they'll, like, fake it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Do they but... do that with Balesa? No. So okay. it's all real. Um, I've witnessed a lot of things, let me tell you. I, with my... I was a virgin before I went in there, I think. I was like, what am I seeing? Like, this... And also, you can't really touch anything because it's not, like, the set they use for all... Well, the house... Okay, so this is what was crazy. I get to the house, and it's, like, this huge house in the hills... I'm like, fun, like, who knew this is where it was filmed? And, like, it's a, basically a house that they rent out to do, like, content. So and, like, like all the rooms. too, and everyone, they all go to this. I don't know what the other companies, but there's multiple companies that shoot there. Okay. And, like, they have so many different rooms. Like, they had, like, a massage room, and then they had, like, a little, like, library. They had, like, a hot tub, a little gym area. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I'm like, I all feel like fantasies. next time I'm watching porn, I'm going to be trying to see if it's the house that it was in. Like, they had all these different rooms. It was really cool. I was like, shit. Like, I, I, for some reason, I just didn't think of it. Like, right. it's something you never think through. Like, where is this film? Do you know? Yeah. And it was just interesting talking to the people, like, talking to the director, talking to the videographer. Like, we were just, like, chatting about things. He's like, oh. one of them was like, oh, my God. Like, it's 10 years. I don't watch porn. Like, I can't watch porn anymore. Like, it's just... I'm, when you're behind the scenes, there's I just guess. no magic to it. That would make sense. Yeah, it yeah. kind of like ruins the magic. But one funny thing that did happen. So I feel like even when I, if I do watch porn and like a certain thing happens that doesn't feel natural, it'll throw off my whole like 100%. experience. I'll have to watch like another video. 100% because then you're like fake. Fucked? No, it's, I it's totally like agree. If you know, like he looked into the camera and then you're like, okay, this it, is not... It breaks the fantasy. It breaks the fantasy. And like if they move a certain way where it's trying to be like on camera so that mm -hmm. you can see, I'm like, next video. Next video. 
totally agree it's but that's how we are like as people we like even though we know it's fake it's like a movie even though you know it's fake you need the actors to be so good that they're convincing you it's real yeah um but one funny thing that happened i wrote it down immediately after after it happened because you know when you're you're (laughs) you know when you're dirty talking and it's stressful. You don't want to say the wrong thing. You know what I mean? And there's always that one time that the wrong word the comes wrong out. word comes out. And uh, at what point the two performers, the girl, like it's like the end of the scene, and they're talking about how good it was, and uh, <laughs> the girl goes, <laughs> "I'm so sorry for laughing at this. I had to, I had to say it." The girl goes, "Wow, like you have a really nice cock," and he goes, "Thanks, you too." And he was like. <laughs> No way! I, I mean, I mean, you're. I mean, you have a really nice pussy. <laughs> you don't understand. I was crying, crying, laughing. I'm like, that's something that would happen to me. No, no. He would say, "You have a nice pussy." I would say, "You too. Thank you." That's so funny. <laughs> and then, like after, they're just like, "Peace." Like, thank you so much. Like, thank you so much. Thanks. Here's my. Yep. You signed your. And did they both choose each other? Because I know you say like it's ethically done porn, mm-hmm. but like. How do it like do you know like is it a book and you say like that's the guy I want to fuck on set? Well, for us like people submit like lists of people they want to like they're down for or like we'll send them a list of like okay, hey, these are all the performers to choose from like choose like a couple like, and then what we'll if narrow a guy it down. chooses a girl and the girl's like not my type. Then it doesn't happen. It doesn't ha- like it needs to be both confirmed. Yeah. So it's really interesting. It was a really Has cool there ever experience. Been a story where like they met on set and they were banging and then they just like ended up dating. Um, like, I don't know okay. to that extent, but I'm sure it's happened. I'm just wondering. yeah, there there is the chemistry was just so hot on camera. I mean, there actually is a lot of performers that like date like porn stars who date each other right. and stuff like that. But that we've had sense. like a like wife, two wives each other being in that like industry. Yeah. I would feel that it's pretty hard to find somebody who understands it. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that happened, and uh, there was another funny story actually. Just another thing that humbling, humbling experience because I'm just out here to get humbled, you know. I'm in the Uber in LA, and I'm going shopping. And uh, the Uber driver, the Uber driver's in the states, super fucking nice. First of all, five stars to all of you. But I'm in my Uber, and I'm minding my business, and I'm just like chilling. And I keep feeling the Uber like turn around and look at me, and I was like, Kate, hey, like, can I help you? You know what I mean? Like, I was like, is he checking me out? Like, is he turning around and checking me out? Like, I was... And I'm on my phone. creeps me out. Yeah, so I'm on my phone and I'm like sensing... location right now. Location. Location. (laughs) I'm like sensing he's looking at me. And I'm like, okay, like, is he trying to check me out? Like, what's going on here? And then, like, I realize the car is stopped. So I'm like... And then I hear the doors unlock. So I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this is weird. Yeah. But I didn't tell. I just heard, like, the locking thing. So I'm like, what's going on? Like, what is he looking at? And then I'm like, is he, like, locking because somebody's walking by the car? Because we're stopped right now. I'm like, hey, is he locking the car? Maybe somebody's sketch is walking by. So I finally look up and he's like, ma'am, this is your stop. Are you going to get out? And I was (laughs) the whole time I'm thinking, what the fuck? He's trying to flirt with me. He's there going get out of my car we're here he's unlocking the doors to let me know we're here and i'm still there going what the fuck? fucking great no no yeah i'm going zero star fucking perv he's going Can, are you gonna get and he literally said are you gonna get out like this is your stop and i'm so sorry i'm so sorry for the dirty looks i've been giving oh you God, you so didn't funny. deserve how i treated you oh my god that's so fucking funny um, speaking about like being in cabs and Ubers and all that stuff, when I was in Mexico, I feel like we're gonna do other episodes to talk about like Miami, mm-hmm. um, crazy shit. But we had a lot to discuss today on air. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> on my birthday, we all three of us got super fucking hammered. Okay, and the way it works is like it was a super beautiful resort, and you can take like a car in the island mm-hmm. but to get to like your actual room you need to take a golf uh, cart you need to take a golf cart and because the roads are too small so you mm-hmm. can't go with a car and sometimes it's cold sometimes it's raining and that night we had got super fucking drunk okay and my friend Celia was like done like i don't think in her life she's ever got this <laughs> wasted and she probably says that every week but she was gone so okay um and now we're on the golf cart 
and we're, we're freezing. We're just trying to get there. We're like all drunk and she's literally sleeping and she goes like, she's like, close the window. <laughs> And the guy's just driving. He's like, he's like, ma'am. And then like we're laughing. I, I think it's one of those things you have to be there. But like, just imagine her. She's freezing. She's wasted, and she has no idea where the fuck we are. We're in the middle of nowhere. It feels like. And she's like, close the windows. I'm freezing. Okay, walk. Like, there's no windows, babe. There's she no windows. Like three times. I'm like, no. Open your eyes and see that we're on a golf court. Court. <laughs> Well, we'll just end the episode on that court. <laughs> and let me tell you, okay? It's very fun being on a golf cart, but it's not fun when you have jugs. Okay? <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. Like, it's the worst thing in the world. You're good. You're going fast. You're doing, like, they think they're cool. You know, like, trying to get us quick to dinner. Like, I'm dying. <laughs> you're like, I'm in pain. I'm in pain. Like, I didn't wear a bra with this outfit. Or, like, I'm wearing a bra and, like, you're cutting me like it's the worst thing i literally sometimes feel like i have to just hold them like well that's what you gotta do gotta be strapped in also so weird but did you ever think about how so i like to sit like where the emergency exit doors are Mm -hmm. for now okay i will gladly take first class i'm just saying like if i'm you know in the back i do prefer to have more leg room perfect um and i'm just like thinking about it i'm like I have to pay more for a seat that I need to save everybody if something happens. Like, I have to get the pressure and pay more for it. Like, did you ever think about that? Like, yeah, what the fuck? I feel like that should be a discounted seat. I feel like it should be a seat that's free. Yeah. This is like a weird thing I think of. I'm like, 100%. I have to listen to this whole thing. They come. You're I have over to take here. notes, first of all. Notes. I have to make sure that I'm looking out for everybody on this plane and I have to pay more for it. Crazy. Just a weird observation. <laughs> I totally agree, actually. Like, what? Totally agree. But you know what? I don't... I never take those seats because I'm not gonna have the literal entire plane on my back when it comes to crashing. Well, you think I'm gonna remember how to open this door? Absolutely fucking not. Somebody else. Let's go. <laughs> Round it up. Google. Let's go. It's not gonna be me. I'm not taking care of all your lives. listen and know what's up. Well, it's one of those things. It's like when somebody says their name and you're like, remember their name, remember their name. You don't remember their name. It's the same thing when they say the security thing. I can't imagine. You're listening to them and you're like. I can't imagine if you're in the air and you see a wing on fire. Like if you're going to. Immediately I'm changing seats. 35 minutes ago. Suddenly I'm going, yeah, I'm actually in 34B. I don't know what you're talking about. That wasn't my seat. Somebody else is sitting there. I think they're at the bathroom. Just get up, go to the bathroom. (laughs) Yeah. Are we down yet? Is the slide out yet? It's safe. Okay. You guys open the door. There's so many things about airports that just like make me die. <laughs> um, last thing that happened, I just thought this was a funny little thing for LA. Um, I'm walking up the street and uh, I'm like, honestly, LA was the because I, I think it's because I heard so many people saying like, oh, robberies, this, that, that I was like on guard. Like I was like scared. 100%. I was very scared. Yeah. Um, and the one time I went five minutes away in the wrong direction, I ended up in a sketch area. I was literally so sure that me and milo were gonna get kidnapped kidnapped is the word i'm looking for um anyways Honestly, i would kidnap somebody for that dog 100 percent. like i was like this is like having a rolex like he's like a human dog form of rolex. not for you oh no I'm i can useless. see them kidnapping me. no worry my sister already humbled me nobody's kidnapping me it's fine <laughs> nobody's stealing anything of yours either nope nope i'm good i'm safe i don't know why i was scared so i'm walking up a hill and uh, I see this girl come out of, like, the other side of the road. And she's, like, super well-dressed. She's in, like, a skirt and, like, boots. And, like, naturally, you just, like, kind of, like, look at her. You're like, oh, like, she's so pretty. Like, where is she going? Like, I'm just kind of, like, watching the girl. And then I see another guy that's in, like, a pickup truck. And he's behind his pickup truck in his trunk. And I see he also sees the girl. So we're both, like, looking at this girl. Just kind of, like, watching her. Like, you're walking. I'm just looking at the girl. And then I see the guy, like, I'm go. I've been editing a lot of porn videos. Fucking right? crazy. What the fuck's happening? Oof. So, I thought you were on set at Valesa for a second. Okay, go on. So I see the guy, like, he's on my side of the road. Okay, so I'm walking basically right by him. Category threesome. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> so 
So he walks around the, our side of the road, around his car, so that the girl can't see him. And then he crouches down. And I'm confused at what he's doing right now. Now I'm like, is he about to change his tire? Like, what's going on? And she's walking up the hill on the other side of the road. He crouches down and starts peeking behind his car to, to watch the girl walk up the street. And now I'm like, am I actually seeing this right now? Like, is this a joke? Like, is he joking? Like, first of all, he doesn't see that I'm there. That's number one, okay? He obviously doesn't see that I'm there. Like, check me out, bitch. <laughs> you have goods on your side of the road too, okay? No, I look, I literally was in a... Anyway. That's so, fine. Your sister humbled. That's fine. Yeah, humbled, humbled. So he's crouched behind his car, literally watching this girl go up the street. And I'm like, oh my God. Was she in a mini skirt? She was in a mini skirt. So I'm like, he's trying to like look up her skirt or something. But from the other side of the road, like it was so weird. And I'm like, I can't believe I'm witnessing this. And I'm like, maybe like he, he, he's just joke. Like, I don't get it. Like maybe I'm trying to find the good. Okay. And I'm like, does he not know I'm here? And just in case I didn't need more confirmation that he did not know I'm there. He lets a huge fart rip. Yeah. As he's staring at this girl walking up to here. (laughs) How do you guys? I was going to turn back. I was not going to allow the secondhand embarrassment that I had to witness this happening because now I'm more embarrassed than you're embarrassed because I'm embarrassed that I watched all of this happen. I know you're embarrassed. But I'm more embarrassed because I'm here that I had to witness this. I'm like, why are you watching? Get a life. Yeah, loser. And also, why you like? What do you do? There were so many things to digest, and the the I'm walking through a cloud of fart now. What the fuck? Get a life. And then I now I'm like, the worst part is I didn't get his reaction of when I walked by because I can damn well tell you he probably shot up real quick when he heard me walking behind him. You're not alone, bitch. No, it's the son of this chair that's killing me. (laughs) Anyways, I could not believe my eyes. I was like, there's no, there's just no way that this happened. And that's not the first time somebody does that, eh? Another time. (laughs) I'm I'm literally so confused. Please explain to me what's happening here. He literally just wanted to check out a girl. He wanted to check out the girl in the worst, creepiest way in your life. I've never seen somebody check out a girl like that. And then he also, I guess, had to let a fart go at the same time that he thought he was alone to do these weird behaviors. He just, he let, he did it all in one. Another time, I was, when I worked at the office I used to work at, me and my friend were having lunch You're together. You people farting? 100%. Me and my friend are at a picnic table beside the building eating lunch. But the way the building is built in front of the parking lot, you don't see the people sitting there unless you, like, cross the wall and, like, look. So he was parked right in front of the picnic table. But I guess he didn't take a second to look to the side, okay? Goes in his trunk. I actually think it was a girl. I don't, I can't remember clearly. But goes in the trunk starts doing the things let's and we're not really talking at this point we're just eating <laughs> let's like a three course fart go like three courses like a tune you know what i mean like there was a chorus like there was a conclusion thing. like there was everything in there and and we're there like like a good old trumpet like what do we do like at this point it's better we hide so that they don't have to know that we saw this happen and then as they were like leave because they had to leave too and they noticed that we were there and uh, I don't think, I think they quit that day. Well, you just, I think you just jump off. I think you just drive your car to like the nearest bridge and you say, thank you for this life. And you say, put in drive. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing else you could do. So there's one last thing I want to talk about because I feel like, okay, you know, when you're single, you're, you're not just talking to one guy. Let's be honest. You're going through the roster. Mm -hmm. You, you have your options open. And I feel like there's nothing more stressful than like, a guy or someone sending you an uber but like when someone's sending you an uber you automatically think like it's gucci they don't know them it's not their driver but you always have to be fucking careful so this has happened to me before where i'm going on a date with someone and i think that it's just a random like uber driver Mm -hmm. and i'm your secrets are safe with me yeah i could be go i could do six facetimes while I'm there with you should six be listening. Guys, Close your ears. I can literally be the bachelorette in the car, mm-hmm. and I'm good mm-hmm. until your man comes to the car and says, "Hey, what's up, bud?" <laughs> <laughs> Did you meet my driver? <laughs> KK, yeah. Do you have the nearest bridge, please? Thank you. Yeah, that's on you. You're never safe. You're never safe. I'm actually, that's, 
that's that yeah. would only happen to you. That's something that would only happen to you. Yep. Yeah. So um, I'm ready for. Safe to say, you probably didn't see that guy. Like. I'm uh, I'm ready to get <laughs> to into settle down. I'm ready to settle down. Hopefully, he doesn't have a driver. No. <laughs> Anyways, guys. And it's the FaceTime too. Eh? It's not like that. Oh, hey, he got up. both sides of the story. He got the whole story. Hi, nice to meet you in the back. No. She's not a loyal one. <laughs> yeah. Get rid of I'll her. drop her right back off at the airport. You're good. Only me, honestly. Absolutely, only you. And it's like, I wouldn't purposely try and do that, but like, I'm getting a FaceTime and it's like, I'll hey, answer. what's up? Like, I'll answer. I'm single. Like, I don't owe this person I'm going on a date with anything. Well, if you want to call the Uber driver and tell him, you could. It's not too late to apologize. To he knows. He knows. There's no like, hey, by the way, like, what you heard, like, it's just nothing. nothing. No, you just say, you, you. You just say, be cool. Yeah. Be good. Here's a hundred dollars. Literally, here's a hundred bucks. Shut your fucking mouth. He's like, baby, my silence is it's a little no more than this. no matter what, like, if you're talking to someone, like, you, like, when you're talking, dating, like, everyone's under the same agreement. You're probably talking to other people. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, you know. Yeah. But no one officially, like. You don't want the proof. You don't want the proof. You don't need that shit. Absolutely anyway. not. <laughs> Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. And I hope you learn to never feel safe, whether it's an Uber. At the airport. At the airport or someone's driver. <laughs> thank you so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week. And don't forget to like, subscribe, comment down below. Let us know your similar experiences or any topics you want us to talk about. And yeah, love you. Love you.